until this last weekend, I honestly didn't realize how big of a weekend Easter is, the Passover weekend. I didn't realize how big of a weekend it was and how many people celebrate it, not just here in America, but also around the world. You've seen the videos of <laughs> calling Easter pagan and saying that it's very pagan. It's a pagan holiday. And I'm going to go a lot deeper into that in a few minutes. But first, the Passover and what is the Passover and what is it all about? The Passover is a story about Moses, Aaron, Miriam, you know, his, his sister. It's about the children of Israel who were enslaved in Egypt. They were enslaved by Pharaoh and then God anointed Moses or told Moses to go to this Pharaoh, to this king, to this president, to this leader of the nation of uh, Egypt at the time, he said, go to them, go to him and tell him to let my people go. So of course, Moses went to Pharaoh after having a burning bush moment with God. He went to Pharaoh and said to him exactly what God said. I want you to let my people go. The God of the Israelites, the God of the children of Israel who are oppressed in your land, who are downtrodden. Oh, y'all don't want to hear this part. Uh, this God has said, let his people go. And of course, Pharaoh refused and God would send a series of plagues to destroy the house of Pharaoh and also destroy the house of all the Egyptians, right? Y'all got to hear this. But the plagues would pass over the children of Israel who were also living in Egypt, the Passover, Exodus 12 and 12. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals. And I will bring judgment on all of the gods of Egypt. Y'all got to hear this. I am the Lord thy God. The blood you will see will be a sign. Look, listen to this. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. Oh, this is good. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will strike you or will touch you when I strike down the Egyptians. Oh, this is too good. I feel like preaching already. You are going to see it but it's going to pass over you. You might be living through it, right? You could be living through hell, but it's going to pass over you. You might see the destruction and the famines and the food shortages. You might be around the shutdowns and the lockdowns. You might see people dying of illnesses. Y'all going to hear me, but it's going to pass over you. The fire you might see, but it's going to pass over you. Oh, this is so good. God said that the blood on the house, the blood in the house, the blood on you and your family, huh? When I see the blood, I will pass over you. The Passover, the Passover, mm. the Passover. They said, don't pop your peas in the booth. The Passover. Easter is the weekend that we celebrate this Passover. It comes at the same time, right? Or around the same time most years, right? Easter is the weekend that we celebrate this Passover a lot of the time. So we celebrate this Passover where the biblical people were in captivity in a land. We are celebrating the fact that God brought his biblical people out of a land that they were in captivity here. Listen to what we're celebrating this weekend. They were a minority in a land that it was not there. Oh, that was not theirs. On average, they were the poor class in this land. They were servants in this land. Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, they were the majority employees in this land. They weren't the employers 
in Egypt. When they were in Egypt in captivity, they weren't the employers. They weren't the business owners, right? I'm talking about on average. A few of them were doing well, but the majority of the people that were Israelites, that were under captivity in Egypt, were doing bad. They were employees. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. They weren't the politicians or the leaders, right? I'm talking about on average of the whole nation. The politicians and the leaders weren't them. It was the Egyptians. Oh, I'm going somewhere right here, right? So on average, they were the underclass in Egypt and they lived in the most non-desirable areas of this country. Listen to me and listen to me good. And God used his power, a miracle, a life-changing event, a world-changing event to bring them out of it. Exodus 20 and 2, I am the Lord thy God who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. So Egypt means the land of slavery. It literally means that Egypt, which is translated as Miserim or Miserim means the land of slavery. So the Lord Elohim, Yahuwah, he brought out these people who were in a lowly position in this country, who were oppressed and downtrodden in that condition. And on Easter, this is the event that we are all celebrating, right? Oh, listen to this. I Ironically, and I don't even have to tell you this, but ironically, the same position or condition that those people were in then parallels of people today. I don't even have to tell you who the people are. After everything I just preached, you've already, uh, no, it's already hit you in your mind, which is your spirit, who these people are. I don't even have to tell you. So ironically, there are similar uh, similarities between these people then and us today. Uh, those in Britain right now, those in France, us in America, right? If you just read the scriptures for yourself unbiasedly, allow, look, look, with the renewing of your mind and allow the spirit to come upon you ironically we are celebrating the fact that uh, the biblical Israelites came out of a captivity then but ironically hypocritically we're not acknowledging a people that are in the same condition that they were in right now today y'all don't want to hear this this is too this is too much this is too much I want y'all to see something real quick because this is going to be good I want y'all to see this right so I've seen the videos right many many videos and every year we kind of do this over and over again where people say, you know, Easter is a pagan holiday. And then you see it on TikTok. Easter is a pagan holiday. And every video is, you know, talking about how Easter is a pagan holiday. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper than that with you today. And I'm going to blow all y'all mind with this. I want you to go to your phone, go to Google, and I want you to Google Easter in Spain. And then type out the word hoods next to it. So Easter in Spain, H-O-O-D-S, right? <laughs> Type that out in your Google, and I'm gonna put up some of the articles in the images so you can see what comes up when you type out Easter in Spain hoods. So you can see where this holiday <clears throat> actually comes from because we know that all the peoples around this world I mean let's just say let's just let's just speak plainly here all the Caucasian people around the world come from that area of Europe 
We understand this, right? This isn't, uh, hopefully this isn't, uh, 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 I'm dropping a jewel on you, or this is racist to say these days. We're just speaking truth here, right? They come from the area of Europe, right? We understand that Spain and uh, and, uh, and Greek and, and the Greeks and all of them were one nation at one time. We do want the Latinists. We understand this is in the Bible. And Jasher, 7 and 3, I, I mean 73 and 5. We can get into this deep right now, but I ain't got time to, right? So we understand that they come from the same area, right? The Greeks, right? And the Greeks became the Romans just like the Britons became the Americans. We, these are the same people coming from the same area. These are their traditions. So when you Google Easter in Spain, hoods, and you get the uh, articles that you see, you start to start scratching your head and saying, what's going on here? What is going on here? You can get very similar pictures if you Google Christmas in the Netherlands, slaves. You can get very simple. See, people always point to the fact that they're pagan, but they skip right over this. See, these pictures, hopefully these pictures are very shocking to some of y'all, but it shouldn't be shocking to none of us at all because it's proof of who we truly are, who the real biblical Israelites are. Jubilee 1 and 12, and I will hide my face from them, and I will deliver them into the hand of the Gentiles. Uh oh, wait, hold up. For captivity, and for prey, and for devouring, and I will remove, listen to this, and I will remove them from the midst of the land. So he says the Israelites are going to be removed from the midst of the land, and look what he's going to do to them. And I'm going to scatter them amongst the Gentiles. Mm. We live in right now in the last days. Who is scattered amongst the Gentiles? Who was scattered 400 years ago amongst the Gentiles? What is a Gentile? Who are the Gentiles? You go to any church in America, predominantly go to a white church. I Listen, I got to just pay, uh, speak it plainly, right, if y'all want to hear it. If you want to hear it, let's just speak it plainly. If you go to the black churches, they'll say the same thing, but they was taught where? In the seminaries by white uh, uh, professors and preachers. It's not like they were taught by black professors and black doctrine. You got to understand they live in white America. So seminary, any, any education that they learn, they learn from them. I'm just telling you how I was and what the truth is, right? Don't come at me, don't write me, and don't tweet me, right? So listen to me, who are the Gentiles? Go to any church in America. Go ask Joe Osteen, he'll tell you he's a Gentile. Go any church in America. Stephen Futter, go ask him what he say he is. He a Gentile, right? Okay, so the scriptures right here says that God's people will be scattered amongst the Gentiles. What? What? And we already know Deuteronomy 28 and 68 says that they was going to be scattered on ships. So wait. Now we know for a fact that they scattered amongst the Gentiles and they were scattered there on ships. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. So I, so I want y'all to see that we are celebrating the Passover. Mm. Celebrating the captivity of the children of Israel. Hmm. Yet hypocritically not acknowledging your internment. They lived in the ghettos of Egypt. You live in the ghettos of America. They were servants and employees in the underclass in Egypt. You are servants and employees in the underclass in America. They were shot and killed by the guards of Egypt. You are shot and killed by the police of America. They lived under laws in a system that they nor their ancestor knew. You live under laws in a system that you nor your ancestors knew. And they will forget my laws and my commandments and all my judgments and they will go 
astray as the new moons and Sabbaths and festivals and jubilees and origins. Y'all don't hear what God is saying. You wonder why God said not only was he was going to destroy Egypt, but he was going to destroy their laws. Their laws are their beliefs. See, now we're starting to get it. Their laws are their beliefs, their ordinances. You got to, I mean, I'm sorry, he said he was going to destroy their gods. Their gods are their laws. Their gods are their beliefs. Their gods are their ordinances. Their God, that's their belief system. To be a Republican is your belief system. That's your God. To be a Democrat is your belief system. That's your God. I was in politics before this. My, my podcast called Politics and Religion. I know exactly what I'm talking about. This is your God. LGBT movement, that's your God. Black Lives Matter movement, this is your God. Feminism, this is your God. This is why the Lord said, I'm not only going to destroy Egypt. I'm not only going to destroy America, but I'm going to destroy their gods as well. The Passover. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And the same judgment he brought on Egypt, he bringing on America right now. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. The Passover. The Passover. Oh, this is good. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Yahuwah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yahuwah. Ah, the Passover. The Passover. But he says when he sees the blood, he's going to pass over you. He says when he saw the blood, he passed over. Oh, this is so good. No harm shall come to you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And all of Israel shall be said, thus saith the Lord. See, everything in Christianity is spiritual. You know, everything in Christianity is, is theoretical. You know, it's spiritual. It ain't like it, it's not physically on you. It's spiritually on you. Oh, the, the spirit is the spirit is on me. It ain't physically on you. You, you know, when, when the Bible says that uh, one, one of them chased a thousand and two of them chased two thousand when they had the spirit of God on them. For them, that's like, you know, you just it, it, it's fake on you. But it ain't real. It ain't like when they put, you know, the, <laughs> that's OK. I'm going to get in trouble. But when they change your DNA with the mRNA and some physically change you. That's not what Christianity believed in. That's why they don't believe in the mark of the beast. They think it's going to be spiritual. That's why they don't believe in the mark of the beast. They think it's going to be spiritual. Are we going to be spiritually changed? No, you're going to be physically changed. mRNA. You're going to be physically changed. Just like you see them all changed right now. Right? You're going to be physically changed. Right? That's okay. We, let's continue on, on this message. But everything in Christianity is spiritual. And I do believe that there's a, obviously there's a spiritual element to everything that God is saying and everything that God has placed on us. But I truly believe without question, just like I don't believe, I know for a fact, just like God physically brought the Israelites out of Egypt, he physically brought them out. He's going to physically bring you out. Just like he physically delivered them, he's going to physically deliver you. Just like he physically saved them, he's going to physically save you. Oh, I'm saved. I'm saved. You saved from what? You ain't saved. You still living in the land of your captors. No, God is going to physically say, oh, let me help, help me preach this thing. Exodus 14 and 13. And Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Wait a minute. Fear ye not and stand still and see. Mm, spiritually see it. I think we're going to see it. We're going to see it when we die. No, you finna see it right here with your eyes. The salvation of the Lord, which you shot to this day for the Egyptians, for the Americans who you see today, you shall see them again. You shall not see them again tomorrow in the, in, in the Jasher in Jasher 81 and 28. The, uh, it says the same version. It says, and Moses said to them, fear not and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Uh, listen, which uh, which he will affect for you today. So the salvation of the Lord, uh, you're going to see the effect of that of that today. You're going to see the effect. Oh, this is good. Today, in this day, in this time, 
God is going to affect this day for you. These times, this day, Isaiah 45 and 17. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded a world without end. You're going to be a world without end. You're going to be a world without end. And as I just said, we are the true biblical Israelites. This is why our current situation literally parallels, lines up almost exactly with their situation in. That's why God said the blood will be a sign. I'm showing you signs. Just like they always say, you know, I heard, 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 heard the pastor say, the Old Testament is a shadow of the New Testament or what happened then is going to happen again or the Old Testament is a shadow of the things to come in the future. You are that shadow. You are, you are living in it right now here today. They was in Egypt for a certain amount of time, for a certain amount of years. <laughs> now you were, is in, in a Egypt for a certain amount of years. Your, your ancestors was in Babylon captivity for a certain amount of years. And now you are in a captivity for a certain amount of years or in a Babylon, right? In a spiritual Babylon. They don't want to hear this truth. But he said today, in this present time, you are going to see the salvation of the Lord. Something miraculous is coming. Something supernatural is about to occur. There's a parting of the Red Sea event that's coming and everybody feels it. Everybody feels it. You know what he says in second address? Uh, as the Lord draw neareth. Uh, what he said, uh, I'm going to draw neareth and, uh, and visit the, uh, the inhabitants of the earth. Everybody feels a polar shift coming. Everybody can tell that something out of this world, something we ain't never seen is about to happen and that is exactly what's about to happen to you. A people is about to receive reparation. A people is about to receive a restoration. A people, the lowest in all societies, listen to this, are about to receive adoration. The poor will be made rich and the weak will be made strong. Oh, they don't want this. First Chronicles 16 and 35. Then say, save us. O God of our salvation and gather us and deliver us from the nations. Deliver us. Deliver us. Gather us. Save us. Salvation. Save us physically. Save us. I'm not saved. I'm about to be saved. I'm not delivered. I'm about to be delivered. Oh God. <laughs> they say, I already got salvation. You ain't received salvation yet. Go look up the definition of salvation. Matter of fact, one of the synonyms for salvation is reparations. Oh, your reparations is coming. Your restoration is coming. They don't want this. They don't want this. And the blood. And the blood. And the blood is a sign. The Passover. The blood is a sign. The Passover. And the blood is a sign. We know what Christ did and how his blood was shed for us. For our sins. We know about that. Listen to this Matthew 28 and 10. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers, wait a minute, to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Go tell my brothers. Hmm. <laughs> Jesus called them his brothers. Hmm. See, they, they, they would have you believe that this was Jesus just being tongue in cheek. Just how we say today, hey, what up, bro? They would have you think it was that. Not that this was his physical family. Right. This is why they tell you not to read the genealogy. But Christ actually came from the same lineage of these people to whom he is saying, go tell my brothers to go to Galilee and there they're going to see me. These are literally his brothers. 
literally sharing the same, I'm, I'm sorry, physically sharing the same blood, sharing the same ancestry. That's why they say, oh, don't read, don't go, don't read the genealogy. That don't matter. That's like me telling y'all, go get my brother or tell my brothers, I said, come down here. You understand what I'm saying? That, those my brothers, those my people. Oh, they don't want this. So they got the same blood. Hmm. They come from the same family line in the same lineage. Hmm. But the blood will be a sign. Oh, this is too good. But the blood will be a sign. Jesus said in John 10 and 34, Jesus answered them and said, Is it not written in your law? I have said ye are gods. It's a small g there. But it said ye are gods. Christ said it. He's repeating Psalms 82 and 6. But he's saying, Isn't what didn't, didn't the Bible say that you are God? Right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Christ is a God. Christ is God, God's son. Right? Christ is God's son, isn't he? Right? So he a God. And he's saying, You a God. Hmm. He called you brother. And he called you a God. Wow. So the blood is a sign. Hmm. So when they send, when God sends the destruction, this time, the blood will be a sign. Ah. And all of Israel will be saved. But the blood is going to be a sign and I'm going to pass over you because the blood on your house is a sign to let me know to pass over you. See, everything in Christianity is, is, is spiritual. And I'm not saying that there's not a spiritual component to this because we got to remember that people can be grafted in. Right. And in numbers, it says that, it, that the, um, it, it would be the same to you as the native born, as the foreign born, meaning that they observe the Passover. So if a foreigner or a Gentile observe the Passover or wants to be a part of our assembly, then they can. They can be a part of our assembly spiritually because technically they are not a part of our family. I mean, I love, love physically because they don't have the same blood. They don't share the same blood with us. But God is allowing us to graft them in to adopt them. That's why I told y'all that Christi Christians was supposed to be uh, converts, Israelite converts. That's what I've been preaching about lately, right? But you can, they can convert to us, right? And, when the, and then when the death angel comes, when God's wrath comes on this nation and on this world, as judgment is already here at the front door, he said that I will pass over anybody that got the blood. Mm. Let me give y'all one more to just... Confirm this, the book of Jubilee 2 and 31. And I have chosen the seed of Jacob. Jacob is Israel. So I have chosen the seed of Israel from amongst all that I have seen. So that's from, from, from everybody. And I have written him down as my firstborn son. Wait a minute. <laughs> God said that we are his firstborn son. That's what he said. I didn't write it. That's what he said. So if you're God's son and he is about to send a wrath judgment on this world, you do not believe that he's going to pass over you? Of course he is. Of course he is. So today is the day that we celebrate in remembrance the Passover for when God came and brought, which is it just very, very interesting that when God did a miracle and out of this world event he drew near to visit the inhabitants of the earth did something supernatural something never ever seen before and came and dropped these plagues and this famine and this destruction on a nation who held his people in captive he did it to deliver these oppressed people these downtrodden people. And I am telling you today, 
just like Joel 3 and 1 actually says word for word that the reason God is coming again is to deliver his people from the same condition that they was in then. And when he comes to bring this wrath and drop it on the nations of the world, he is going to pass over you in the blood. Oh, Lord, thank you. Oh, Yahuwah, thank you. Oh, Yeshua, thank you. Oh, we praise your high holy name. We thank you. The blood will be a sign. If you can receive it, receive it in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please go subscribe to my new exclusive content page at leodunsonministries.com. You can also go to leodunson.com and hit the subscribe button. But that's leodunsonministries.com. Thank you so much and may the glory of God, his blessings and his purpose be upon you. Shalom.